Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We're coming out the tunnel on College Football Live with this. Two future college football conference foes facing off in Tuscaloosa this weekend. A place Alabama has won 21 straight games. We dive into what this Texas defense can do to make Jalen Milrow's second game a tough one. And Colorado took the nation by storm last weekend. But now everybody knows what Buffalo has. So will Nebraska be able to contain Coach Prime's playmakers? Plus, the ACC got off to a hot start in week one. Can they repeat with two big-time matchups in week two? College Football Live starts right now. College Football Live is presented by Dr. Pepper. Welcome into College Football Live. We have got former Clemson captain Eric McLean with us. And in studio with me, former Texas standout, Hall of Fame, in, Hall of Honor inductee, Sam Macho. And you guys, we've got a jam-packed show, lots to get to. So let's get right into it, starting with our Dr. Pepper Championship Drive Game of the Week preview. It's an early dose of SEC hospitality for number 11, Texas, as they go on the road to face number three, Alabama. Now, the Tide has won the last two meetings, including the 2010 BCS Championship game. And since the programs have gone opposite ways, Alabama winning as many titles as Texas has had losing seasons. Why do we have to do that to your Longhorns? Well, because that is what the facts say. So, Sam, this Texas defense, it's a lot tougher than what Jalen Milrow saw last week. And if Texas wants the tides to turn in this matchup, it's going to be more than just about Jalen Milrow. It's going to be how do you get to Jalen Milrow. Watch right here. You're going to see a play called whip. We called it whip because it's weak inside pressure. Inside linebackers coming up here. This running back at the top of the screen is going to have essentially a one-on-one on the linebacker. They're going to meet at the point of attack. Whoever wins that matchup determines the outcome of this play. No one else but these two. If I have my inside linebacker win, it's going to be a positive for the defense. Let's watch what happens. Physical at the point of attack. He beats Jalen Milrow, gets a sack. But now go on to play two. Remember that play whip, weak inside pressure? What do you see here? You see a linebacker inching up. You see your running back. But it's not just about these two guys in this play. It's going to be about a hole that's created on the other side. So the play's going to be fine on that side. But watch this hole up here going to win on an up and under. It's not going to be a sack, but it's going to be a quarterback hit, a quarterback hurry, a quarterback effect. Remember that play, weak inside pressure. You already know what's coming. You see this linebacker inching up. You know the point of attack is going to be here. Let's find out who wins right here. It's going to be physical. Let's see what's going to happen. If you win, we win. If you don't, we don't. Now, before we go there, I want to show you one more thing. You have an open player. Jalen Murrow's looking at him, but he's been hurt. He's been hit. He's been pressured. He's been hurried. All of a sudden, he doesn't get to this open receiver in time. Our linebacker wins. We have a sack. So if I'm Texas, I'm going to look at this film and say, how can I get my inside linebackers on those running backs to affect the quarterback? 
Sam, speaking of that Texas defense, they held Rice to just 10 points in week one after their defense had a much improved season last year. The Longhorns held opponents to under five yards per play last season, under four yards per rush. Rice ran for just 27 yards last week against them, and they upped their sack total last year as well, picking up a pair in week one. So, Emac, Jalen Milrow, we saw him had his way for the most part last week with, with Middle Tennessee State. But what does he need to do against a Texas defense? This is going to look different. Yeah, this Texas defense is going to try to confuse them, right? Acho, that was a great tape there. And, and the way that they're going to do it is bringing pressure, showing him things on the back end this Texas defense is that maybe he hasn't quite seen. And when you have the athletes that Texas does, man, they're sending it. It's going to start with big Brian Murphy up front. He was listed on multiple freak lists. Uh, he's a guy that can take up and eat up space, but also get your attention to where everyone else around him can eat. So look out for those linebackers, exactly what they just showed on tape there. Coaches are creatures of habit, right? They want to steal any and everything that they can, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult for Texas than they did last week having three sacks on the board because this offensive line for Alabama is massive. These guys are physically huge. When you're talking about three offensive linemen, over 350 pounds, Acho, that's scary to deal with those big hosses up front. Well, it is scary, Emac, but to your point, if you're that big, sometimes it's hard to move. I remember when I played, we played against guys like Trent Williams, right, the best tackle in the game, and we said, man, he's big, but he's soft. He wasn't that soft. But these linemen, <laughs> they're big, but they're hard to move. So if you can get guys like Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy, guys on the inside making huge movements inside, that'll keep the offensive linemen out of sync. Well, you're definitely going to want this Texas defense to step in a, in a way that they did not last year when we played in this game. Because the fourth quarter, Alabama just had their way with Texas. Bama won the game 20-19. to They had more total yards in the fourth quarter than the previous three quarters combined. It'll also come down to what Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers can do. He was injured in the first quarter last year and now says he is ready for the rematch. I think with all the work we put in, um, you know, this offseason and what we went through last year, um, I think I think we're all really I think we're all ready for for that next step. You know, this time last year going into this game, I don't think I had a whole lot of thought to it because it was still pretty new for me, this whole college football deal and the tempo of it and whatnot. But, you know, like I've been saying, um, I'm pretty comfortable with where I'm at. Um, Couldn't be more excited. So he cleaned up the hair from last year. What else can he clean up from last year? Well, he cleaned up his confidence. I got a chance to run into Quinn Ewers at Big 12 Media Day. He was the first person I saw when I walked into Jerry World in that stadium. And he had a different type of aura about him. Yes, he trimmed up. He gained muscle. But his confidence was different. Now, if he could make a couple plays that he missed last year, if he could ha hit those, it will be a whole different ball game. So play one. This is early in the game. This is his first long pass. He had Xavier Worthy open, the Big, tw Big 12 freshman of the year. But he underthrew it. And this one, Xavier Worthy actually just dropped it. It was still a little bit, a little bit far, but Xavier Worthy could have held on to that. But lastly, this is the end of the first quarter. This is that pass that we saw, holding penalty, right, face mask, but still completed it. First quarter, Quinn Ewers gets injured. Before the injury, he was 9 for 12, 134 passing yards. The game could have shifted in a whole different way if he stayed healthy and if he stayed on time. So if you can pick up where he left off last year, it could be a long day for Kool-Aid McKinstry in this Alabama defense. And, you know, Acho, I think that's exactly what we're going to see, right? You know, Texas taking shots. They want to be explosive offensively. And that confidence meter that you just spoke about, that is so key for a quarterback, but also with his receivers. When him saying the game slowed down uh, for himself there, that, that's the vital piece of this, especially when you're going against this vaunted defense with Dallas Turner, Caleb Downs, a true freshman, and, of course, you know, one of the highest draft picks that we're going to see this year in Kool-Aid McKinstry at defensive back. So it's going to be a battle. There's warriors all across this field on both sides. 
But I know Texas wants to take their shots early and often to try to open that defense up of Alabama's. Plenty of fun storylines to follow in this one, including, of course, Coach Sark, who used to coach under Nick Saban. Going to be a good one. Lots to talk about with this one as number 11 Texas takes on number three Alabama. Coverage begins 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ESPN and the app. And also of note, Pat McAfee and his crew, they'll highlight our ESPN2 telecast. College Game Day crew kicks off coverage for this game at 9 a.m. Eastern. And the College Game Day crew going to have plenty to talk about with this one, too. After taking down number 17 TCU, the Buffaloes are in the top 25 for the first time since 2020. Colorado is ranked 22nd, and they are getting ready to host Nebraska on Tuesday. Now, you guys, the offense week one, it was impressive to say the least what they did compared to their averages last season. They set school record in passing yards, scored six touchdowns after averaging less than two a season ago, and they picked up nearly twice as many first downs as they averaged last season. So, EMAC, it's a home opener. This place is going to be crazy. We already know that. And obviously, this is a Nebraska team that has a lot to prove, too, after losing in week one and having a new coach. What can Colorado do to prove that they are the real deal and set the stage again? Yeah, Acho, I saw you wearing your buff gold earlier, so I had to represent too. I've got mine represented today. I'm excited for these guys because the explosive plays are coming, and uh, they're going to be here on full display. When you saw what Shadur Sanders was able to do in his first game, he said, I'm just playing ball. That was the most yards I've ever thrown in my life. Guys are screaming wide open. He's throwing guys wide open. And I think the most important thing, Travis Hunter, Dylan Edwards, Xavier Weaver, Jimmy Horn, all over 100 yards receiving. I mean, that is absolutely insane. This place is going to be juiced up. It's the hardest ticket in town across college football, even more than some NFL opening day type of stuff. So, Acho, the excitement, the glam, the hype, it's all there, baby, and it's going to deliver. Yeah, it's excitement. I wouldn't even say glam because this team is a physical football team, offensively and defensively. And to your point, the stats are there, 510 yards. Six total touchdowns for that offense. But it's the misses that need to be improved on if we want to know that this team is legit. Shadur Sanders even said, Tom Brady told him, focus on how you can improve. Well, this is how you can improve. The first deep pass of the game. You had Travis Hunter open, beat him by a few yards, but you underthrew it. You have to get that one. Then this one, perfect pass later in the game. You have Travis Hunter, but if you're Travis Hunter, you have to come down with this ball. I get it. You're playing both ways. Probably going to be a first-round pick in a few years. But Travis Hunter needs to come down with that one. Shadur Sanders needs to make that perfect throw earlier in the game if you want to continue to prove people wrong. Hey, Acho, I say that glam because why? You got to look good to play good, oh, baby. Come on, man. Hey, give me about. my theme music. That's what he says in the locker room. Give me my theme music. I, I'm with you, Emac. I like the glam. Like Last the glam. three Colorado head coaches have won their home debut. We'll see what Coach Sanders is able to do in this one. More to come here on College Football Live. We are taking a deep dive into Kansas. They're looking for a strong start again this season after they won their first five games in 2022. We go all access with Kansas football after this. Plus, the ACC had some statement wins over Power 5 opponents in Week 1. Got some big tests coming in Week 2. We dive into those after this. College Football Live is presented by Dr. Pepper, the one Fans deserve. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to College Football Live. Presented by Dr. Pepper. We've got an injury update for you here on College Football Live. As Pete Thamel reports, Kansas star quarterback Jalen Daniels is expected to play against Illinois tomorrow night. He missed their opener with back tightness. It's not determined if the Big 12 preseason player of the year will start, but Thamel reports he took a significant amount of snaps in practice this week. That game will be on ESPN2, and it will include special all-access coverage of Kansas from throughout the week. It's a sneak preview behind the scenes of some of that access. You're basically running rookie right there, right? Okay, so you can see how open that should be. Now, one of the things that shows up on film, and I'll show you again tonight, is when this four eye feels a down block, where does he want to play? He wants to play over the top, so that means you take him, but you got to get to him. And you know that he's doing that, set it up, and then go as soon as that little that happens. It's going to be a very great in-depth look if you want more of this tomorrow night, 7.30 Eastern. Kansas takes on Illinois on ESPN2 and ESPN's production team will present this all-access coverage with Kansas going inside the meeting rooms, team walkthroughs, classes, and more. Jayhawks head coach Lance Leipold will also be wired in pregame warm-ups as well. That's access you'll only get here on ESPN. It's time now for our weekend lineup brought to you by Wendy's Beef. And how about Colorado looking to keep that momentum going against Nebraska on Saturday? The Buffaloes are two-and-a-half-point favorites at Caesar Sportsbook entering this week. They've been underdogs in 19 straight games. Then there's Notre Dame going on the road to NC State noon on ABC. They have dominated this season, outscoring opponents by 92 points. That's their best points differential through the first two games of the season since 1932. 
Top 25 matchup between Ole Miss and Tulane. 3.30 on ESPN2. Tulane has lost 11 straight games against SEC opponents and 12 straight games against Ole Miss. Last time they won 1988, but will the tables turn this weekend? Also, Texas visits Tuscaloosa Saturday, 7 Eastern on ESPN. Alabama is only 2-7-1 against Texas all-time, but those two wins are in the last two meetings, so that's notable. And remember, Nick Saban, 28-2 at Alabama against former assistants. Also a big one, Miami, Texas A&M, 3-30 on ABC. Fifth ever meeting between these two teams. Here's Mario Cristobal on facing Texas A&M's potent offense. They're really good. I mean, they've obviously they've not only in this past game that they played, but they've shown even last year how good they can be. And they score a lot of points and make a lot of explosive plays. That really um, was probably uh, what stuck out most of their game on Saturday. That uh, the game, the score kept changing in a hurry because of the explosive plays that they made. But um, again, uh, they're not a one-dimensional team. I mean, they could run the ball really, really well. They protect the quarterback really well. So again, looking forward to the challenge. So, Coach Cristobal talking about the explosive aspects of this offense. How dangerous is this Texas a &M? Well, they're extremely dangerous. And Mario Cristobal is a former offensive lineman. So, the fact that he said they protect the quarterback really well means a lot because it gives the quarterback, Connor Wigman, time to get the ball to his receivers. Guys like Noah Thomas, guys like Evan Stewart. This catch was early in the game, really helped separate that game. Then you've got guys like Evan Stewart who, yes, he had a fumble, but in space, he's dangerous. And so, this offense, now led by Bobby Petrino, is going to be dangerous because not only of their talent, a bunch of five stars, but also they have a quarterback who can move in the pocket if things get dirty. Five passing touchdowns for them in the game last time. And, and you mentioned that Cristobal used to be an offensive lineman. You're an offensive lineman. And I know Coach Cristobal <laughs> is really excited about some of the guys that he brought in. But, Emac, what do they need to do to have success at running the ball to really establish this offense? Well, Kelsey, just show up, right? This offensive line is so much different from last year with the transfers that they've brought in. And, of course, the big transfer – or, excuse me, big freshman, Francis Maui Noah. I mean, these guys are dominant up front. What we saw last week from them I think will translate very nicely over here when you see JV and Cohen from Alabama, Matt Lee from UCF, Inez Cooper, who's been there, done that, and, of course, Jalen Rivers on the left tackle spot. They are freaky up front, and the talented running backs that they have behind them uh, Harris, uh, Parrish, excuse me, Mark Fletcher, Allen, all these guys are going to get their time and get their reps. And uh, I can't wait to see it. That's the biggest difference to me in this game between this year and last year. The offensive line for Miami is big, mean, and nasty. And Coach Cristobal is excited about that, to say the least. Miami has lost five straight games to SEC opponents. We'll see if anything changes this weekend. Speaking of the ACC, another big game this weekend. And that's as NC State gets set to host Notre Dame. The Irish, they've dominated teams in the ACC, winning 28 straight regular season meetings. But they do have a losing record to NC State. I'm fighting Irish, they're 1-2 and two against NC State all-time. And they've got a not fared well against them either. He went one and two against NC State while he was with Wake Forest, throwing six picks across his last two meetings with them. So, Emac, it's familiar foes for them. He had a significant career in the ACC, but now he's playing for Notre Dame. So, what do you expect to see in this game, Emac, from Sam Hartman as he gets ready for this talented defense at NC State? Yeah, he's got to be ready, right? Obviously, Sam Hartman has played a lot of football and understands what he's going to be going up against, being that familiar foe. But when you look at this NC State defense, my goodness, they throw a bunch of different looks at you. They are very multiple 
on the defensive side of the ball. And this year, defensive coordinator and head coach Dave Doran talk about how we are so excited. We don't have to sub out a bunch of people. I was talking with the defensive coordinator, Coach Gibson. He said, we feel so good about our personnel. We can show you three, four, five different looks and have the exact same guys on the field. That's how versatile they are, led by, of course, Peyton Wilson, who should have had two turnovers in that game. One was called a forward pass. It looked like a fumble to me, but they're going to try to get after Sam Hartman. That pass rush, I think, will be the biggest difference. Can they do it without having to send five or six? Sam, that'll be a very interesting thing. And to your point, Emac, that pass rush is going to be interesting, but left tackle Joe Alt should be, could be the difference maker. He's a projected top 15 pick. His dad played about 15 years in the NFL, so he's there, the stalwart. But what I'm looking for more than anything is how do these receivers step up? I get it. The first couple weeks, you weren't truly tested. Now, it's a real test. Jaden Greathouse, will you be able as a true freshman out of Austin Westlake to step up? And then Sam Hartman, the leadership aspect. I got a chance to be with this team during their offseason. I spoke to Sam, spoke to the team. The team has rallied around Sam Hartman. They believe in him. But now adversity may just strike. And so how will he be able to lead his team through the adversity? I get it. Kelsey and I got a chance to interview Sam just a few months ago. And he, he, he takes things in stride. So you can tell he doesn't take himself too seriously. One of the best attributes you can have as a leader. But when adversity hits, how will he respond? It's been so fun to follow his career and now off to a great start at Notre Dame. We'll see what he is able to do. And, of course, NC State with a new quarterback and Brennan Armstrong as well. Speaking of quarterbacks, still ahead on College Football Live, we've got which guys you need to keep your eye on this weekend. Who could be primed for a big week, too? That's ahead. College Football Live is presented by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. This game is the biggest of the year. This is going to oh be a hell God. of a game tonight. I can't yeah. wait. Week one featured some incredible quarterback performances. I think we're going to get even more in week two. You see Shadur Sanders threw for over 500 yards, setting the program record. Michael Penix Jr., the first Washington quarterback to throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns in a game. Jordan Travis was spectacular, as was the Heisman favorite, Caleb Williams. But what will week two bring? Eric McLean, what are you looking forward to seeing from these quarterbacks? Who do you have your eye on? This game here, guys, and Quinn Ewers. I cannot wait to see what this young man does. Do you want to be legendary or not? Because you have the opportunity right now headed into Bryant-Denny Stadium and to shush that crowd, which is very few ever get the opportunity to do that. But I know Quentin and this Texas offense are going to want to take shots. Sam, you showed us all the things that they missed last year and the things that they can get bit better at. And how much will that alter the game? I can guarantee early and often they're going deep. Man, well, I can't wait to watch. Maybe not the biggest game nationally, but you think about the state of Texas. I want to see Texas State quarterback T.J. Finley at Texas State. They just beat Baylor last week. They're trying to take back Texas. But they have an outstanding offense. I mean, they put up over 40 points against this team, Baylor, but they're playing UTSA, which Jeff Trailers, head coach of UTSA, a team that's been on the map the last several years. 
This offense wants to get the ball down the field. Led by G.J. Kenny, actually got recruited with G.J. Kenny out of high school. We were the same recruiting class in Texas. He transferred to Tulsa, put up crazy yards as a quarterback there. He's been setting records ever since. I was going to do it as a coach. The quarterback that I have my eye on, you guys, is for a slightly different reason. Bo Nix was spectacular. 81 points for this team. But I have my eye on Bo Nix because I'm worried about the Oregon Duck. He had to do push-ups <laughs> afterwards, right? So we see him down on the ground. Shout out to the Oregon Instagram account because they really leaned into this. They had him doing a whole ice bath, a whole workout, getting ready. Because if you're going to be putting up those kind of numbers, he's going to be tired. But if you're I a suck, duck, son. Yeah, if I you're a duck aren't you used to the water, the cold water? Not eight. But you're a duck. I mean, and you're doing them every time. 81 times. Not how many touchdowns? Math isn't my strong suit.